Thank you so much for joining me today. And I just want to say Merry Christmas. God is so good. He loves us so much. That's why he sent Jesus. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you want us to know your way, that you came to give us life to the full until it overflows, and you want to teach us how to receive that life. Thank you for your word today. Thank you for telling us the truth. I thank you for just taking over my voice. Thank you that we could have ears to hear what you're saying today, that we could just put down our pride and just know that you have a message for us that we need to hear, and it's a matter of life or death. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. You know, God said to me one day when I was writing, um, he said, it hurt me so much that you hurt that I wanted to hurt for you. He's talking to me personally and also to you. And he said, that's why I did what I did. God saw the pain we were in and the, the understanding that we don't have. And so he sent Jesus to show us the truth and the truth that can set us free. I just want to start out by reading Isaiah to you. Isaiah 53. Let's start with three. He was despised and rejected and forsaken by men, a man of sorrows and pains, acquainted with grief and sickness. And like one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised, and we did not appreciate his worth or have any esteem for him. Surely he has borne our grief, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken and smitten and afflicted by God, as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our, our guilt and our iniquities, a chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being. For us was upon him, and with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has made light upon him, the guilt and iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, yet he was afflicted. He was submissive and opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and as a sheep from her shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was despised and rejected, forsaken by men, a man of sorrows and pains, and acquainted with grief and sickness. He bore that for us so we didn't have to hurt. That's what he was saying to me. I hurt for you because I didn't want you to hurt. You're free from that pain, from sickness, disease, sorrow. He bore your griefs, your sicknesses and weaknesses and distresses and carried your sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken and smitten and afflicted by God. We ignorantly think things that are untrue. The reason was he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities, the chastisement needful to obtain peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. So why don't we walk in that healing? Because we think in ignorance. We don't have understanding. Jesus led me to this this morning. I want to read it to you as well. This is John 8. 
Early in the morning at dawn, he came back into the temple, and the people came to him in the crowds, and he sat down and he was teaching them. When the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, they made her stand in the middle of the court and put the case before him. Teacher, they said, this woman has been caught in the very act of adultery. Now Moses, now Moses is in the law, command us that such women should be stoned to death. But what do you say to do with her? What is your sentence? This they said to try to test him, hoping that they might find a charge which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger. He got quiet. I recognize that about him. He gets quiet when we don't have understanding. He wants to teach us. But do we really want to know? However, they persisted with their question. He raised himself up and he said, Let you who is, who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. Isn't that what we do? We accuse and we condemn, and yet we walk in our own sin. So then he bent down and went on writing on the ground with his finger. They listened to him, and they began going out, consciousness-stricken. I like how it says that. One by one, from the oldest down to the last one of them, till Jesus was left alone with a woman standing there before him in the center of the crowd. When Jesus raised himself up, he said to her, Woman, where are your accusers? Accusers, Has no man condemned you? She answered, No, Lord, and Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go your way, and from now on, sin no more. So he loved her. He told her the truth. She, he told her it was sin, but he didn't condemn her. He doesn't condemn us. He came to set us free with the truth. Over well, 31, Jesus said, If you abide in my word and hold fast to my teaching and live in accordance with them, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And that's what Jesus is saying today. If you're willing to hear the truth, if you want to know the truth, then that truth will set you free. He was willing to set them free by telling them the truth that day. They didn't know they were in sin. And they, they thought they were bringing this lowly woman to Jesus, and he was going to condemn her. But what did he do instead? He loved her, and he taught them their sin because they were accusing her, and they weren't willing to hear. So the whole point of what Jesus is saying today is that he didn't want us to hurt, so he hurt for us. He came to set us free. And if we abide in him, if we believe in him, we can receive that. But the reason we don't receive what he did for us is because we lean on our own understanding, because we're ready to condemn people. The Pharisees thought they were bringing this lowly person to Jesus and he was going to condemn her, but instead he loved her. And that's what he wants to do to you today. He doesn't want to condemn you. He wants to love you and show you the truth so that you can be set free of that sin. You don't want that sin. Living by your flesh and what you see is going to cause you to sin. But when you see the truth, that truth, like Jesus said, will set you free. If you abide in him and he abides in you, you're going to see that truth. And that truth is going to set you free. And that's why he came, 
to show the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I came to show you the Father. I came to tell you the truth. And if you're willing to receive that truth, that truth will set you free. Isn't he amazing? He came to show you the truth. And if you will receive that truth, if you put down your pride, if you put down what you think and just submit to him, just follow him, you will have everlasting life. You will. But if you don't, then he said you're going to die in your son because you don't know any better, because you wouldn't hear, because you wouldn't listen. Hosea says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So in this season, Jesus is saying, I have come that you may have life. Have it to the full until it overflows. I bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, pain. I didn't want you to hurt, so, so I hurt for you. He literally did. He literally hurt for us. And he's asking us to receive that by letting go of our sin, by letting him set us free, letting him correct us and teach us. Revelation 3.19 tells us that to be eager to be corrected because he corrects those he loves. And that correction, he was trying to help the Pharisees. He was trying to help them, but they wouldn't receive it. And, you know, when your your consciousness um, is there and you feel that conviction, just go ahead and submit to it. Just submit to it. They all walked away. They couldn't throw a stone at her because they knew the truth about themselves. They knew the truth about themselves. And so often, you know, when God corrects me that way, when I'm feeling um, like I'm untreated fairly, then God shows me my sin. And he wants to show you your sin so that you can be set free and have eternal life. He's for you. He's not against you. He doesn't want to condemn you. He wants to teach you. He wants to love you so that you can live with him forever. So Jesus, he, that, that consciousness, that conviction you feel in your consciousness is to set you free, to show you what you couldn't see before. What you couldn't see before. Um, and when you sit at his feet, you will see the truth that you didn't see without him. He's amazing. And that correction is love. When he corrected the rich man, he said he loved him when he told him the truth that he needed to sell his stuff because his stuff was his God. And then he could follow Jesus. And then he could have eternal life. But if we're hanging on to the things of this world, this lowly world, Jesus said, I'm from above, you're from below. Why, are, why did he say that? Because they're living in that lower lifestyle. They're unwilling to love and to forgive. Yet they thought they were serving the Father. Did you ever think something to find out later you were wrong? That's what Jesus wants to do. He wants to set you free with the truth. The things you thought were right are wrong in many, in many cases. When he shows you something and you find out you've been walking down that wrong path, it's life-changing. It will set you free. And that's what Jesus wants to do in this season for you. He came that you may have life and have it to the full until it overflows. He's not coming to condemn you. He's not trying to take things away from you. He's trying to teach you how to receive from him. And I just feel his love for you right now flowing through me. Let me pray for you. Jesus, we thank you and praise you right now for being here. 
I thank you that you love us so much, that you hurt so much that we hurt, that you went ahead and took that pain for us. I think you want to teach us how to receive that by just bowing down to you and looking at the truth. We don't need to protect ourselves from you. We don't need to defend ourselves. You already did that for us, and we thank you for it. We appreciate it. You're so good. Thank you so much. We love you so much. Thank you for hurting for us so we don't have to hurt. I love you and praise you and give you all glory. Now let him teach you that. You know, if you stick with him, I always think of the rich man, if he would have stayed there, he would have found out that truth and he would have been set free from that God he had and he could have had eternal life. And I just feel Jesus is paying for many of you today right now that he doesn't want you to perish, but you won't listen. Will you listen to what he's saying to you so that he can set you free, so that he can give you eternal life? My tears, I believe, are his tears for you. His emotions are what I'm feeling for you right now. He wants you to know that he is truly, madly in love with you. And won't you please let him teach you? Let him teach you. And then you will go and sin no more. The sin is unhealthy for you, but you don't think it is. You think it's what you need. This life here is short. Jesus is coming, and he wants you to know that you need to prepare for him. We love you, Jesus. Thank you so much for showing us the truth. You don't want him to hold back. Let him show you the truth. Get on your knees every day, and he will correct you. He will bring to your consciousness that truth about yourself. And you won't be able to throw stones at people, but you'll be helping them up off their knees like he does. You'll be like him. You will be loved like him. And that's the greater work is to love like he loved. If you never asked him to come and live on the inside of you to be your God, I want to pray that prayer with you right now. Revelation 3.20, he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he will come in. If you're willing to heed his voice, he will come in and live on the inside of you. And he will teach you and he will set you free. So if you are committed to heed his voice, then I say that prayer with you right now. Jesus, thank you for coming and living on the inside of us. We are willing to heed your voice. Show us that truth. Set us free. Thank you, Jesus. Love you, Now, if you said that prayer, then he will do his part as long as you're doing your part. If you don't heed his voice, he can't do anything. He's not going to force you. It has to be your willingness. Thank you so much.